Ear Pearl. Thanks for kicking my butt. With kind and warm regards, Ricket Jones. Howdy there, Pops. We're all tuckered out sleeping underneath the stars. Nothing beats a rootin' tootin' sparring match with your old pal, Ricky. Turns out Ricky Jones knows Luca's dad and uncle. Ricky was the toughest trainer in their day and whooped their pokies. That's pretty darn cool. Perks of being old, I guess. Earlier in the day, we all worked together to save the little rider from some Ekans. Turns out, this sweet little Oddish is one of Catherine's missing Pokemon. Oddish! We're hoping he can lead the way tomorrow. Poor little guy is tuckered out, though. And whoo, so are we, silly. Oh, Lord. Better hit the hay. Right to you in the morning, Pops. Hello, friends. We are back Yay. once again. Those are my exciting sounds, I guess. <laughs> See, we I know we did the air horn, but I'll put like I'll put a like a little cattle bell under what it. About, then it'll be cool and yeah. cool That's and relevant. Good. That's Triangle. Good. Oh yeah. Supper time. Rick and postcard. <laughs> Beans are getting cold. Beans are getting cold, Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> That's your mom, I guess. Yeah. Love it. You dreamed about your childhood on the farm last night and uh, the the sound of the triangle, ding a ling a ling, the dinner bell, your mother screeching across the fields. Yep. <laughs> home, home on the rain. Pearl wakes up and <laughs> <laughs> Pearl tells Luca, turn off your alarm clock. And why does it say Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> so you all wake up from your night of camping under the stars, feeling refreshed, feeling good. You're out on the range. And after your battle with the one and only Ricky Jones last night, Pearl, you got a couple of level ups on the squad. Woo! Yeah. All right. We're feeling stronger this morning. Coco, you look like, wow. You, I don't know. I don't know what you did last night. I mean, I do know, but wow, it really shows. And he wipes a little bit of a bean juice off his, off his cheeks. It is All the right. beans. You're right. Yes. So after your battle last night, Coconut leveled up to eight, so and proud. then uh, technically this happened uh, after the whole Weather Institute shenanigans, but uh, definitely uh, so now. Fanta is at nine. Wow. Which is exciting. Nice. That's really exciting. And Oscar's very close to okay. his next one. Uh, he, he he does need to uh, do a little soul searching after his crushing defeat last night. Sure. Oscar got knocked down a peg. He's having that moment, um, am I a man or am I a Muppet? Am I a plant or am I a pokey? Am I a pokey? If I'm a Pokemon, I'm a very strong pokey. A very strong pokey. Yeah, he's shim, having that shim, moment. Shim, shim. Or am I a plant? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a plant, well, I'm a very weak plant. Now, here's my question for you. Um, if we have, you know, previously established in the canon that uh, Shroomish, uh, Oscar the Shroomish sounds like he's from Texas, when he looks in the mirror Ooh. and sees and sees himself, what does he see? If we're doing if we're doing full man or Muppet. A cactus with uh, a 10 gallon, you know, hat. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So that's what he's doing. He's doing that soul searching. Yep. It's good for him. Pearl's been there. She gets it. <laughs> a cactus that weirdly looks as much like Woody Harrelson as a, as a cactus could. Oh, he was like, I was supposed to thrive. <laughs> this was supposed to be great. <laughs> My environment. I don't understand. Yeah. 
<laughs> so with uh, with coconut at eight, what does coconut get through this level up? Eight's a big one. Resilient. Nice. Try to fool one on us. Just try. Wisdom. <laughs> try your Bektra back. Bektra back. I messed that up. Oh. Try that again. Gosh, I haven't thought about that. That is funny in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that might be a, a reference for the adults listening. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. But so. well, we've <laughs> never here. done those. Yeah, They're right. <laughs> on this show, on oh, this show, no. it is it is one hundred percent goofs that the kids know. Mm-hmm. They're all very familiar about all of our references <laughs> that are very. Very yeah, they know James Taylor with a Z for James sure. James with a Z Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should. True. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> back to back to uh, not uh, talking oh, about our out-of-date references. Battery. Oh, my. I'm like gaming hardcore over here. <laughs> wow. I am like staring at the face of the unknown, and I am unafraid. Into Hold the on, unknown. No. Okay, the there we go. There we go. We're back on track. Into the unknown. Cool. Okay. We got the kids. We got the kids back now. Yeah, the children are here again. Okay, You're welcome. Yeah. Hello. Close welcome, off. children. You've returned. And then uh, what did Fonte get at nine? It's pretty simple level for Health. Fonte, yeah? More HP. Nice. Briefy. That strong bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good with your battery now? I'm good. Okay, I'm, nice. I'm really, really dangerous, guys. <laughs> I'm so no, dangerous. No, it is plugged in. Okay. It's plugged in. So dangerous. So dangerous. I am danger. <laughs> you are staring into the face of danger, folks. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, speaking of staring into the face of danger, what are y'all doing this morning? Obviously waking up, packing up camp, yeah? Uh, how are y'all proceeding as you uh, continue trying to track down this notorious rustler? Well, uh, I think uh, Ricky Jones gets up at the uh, crack of dawn, gets a good uh, good pot of coffee going, boiling up some water, uh, instant coffee in there because, um, you know, he makes the instant stuff so he has enough energy to hook up. Uh, he's got, now the coconut's there, he just kind of attaches two wires to coconut's cheeks to power the really <laughs> nice espresso maker. And he makes everyone a latte. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Pearl smells coffee and wakes up and she gets so excited. Wait, is today the day someone makes me a cup and doesn't just say no? And she jumps out of her little sleeping bag. But when she jumps, she realizes once her feet like hit the ground, oh, and it's like all the feeling of the first time for someone who's ever ridden a horse before. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Your jelly leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yeah, because you were riding for a long time yesterday. Yeah. And so she looks at Lucas. She goes, I'm dying. And then she <laughs> like she starts to, like, slow timber fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just she's, like, standing completely bow-legged and just, like. <laughs> yep. And, and I, I, I recover and I go, what is this? And she bow-legged walks over to the coffee. Um, Ricky, something's wrong. Ah, <laughs> uh, Pearl, you got you got those riding things, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you can uh, you, you do it. it, it, it okay. You get over it. Yeah, just walk it off. Is the earth always going to feel like Jello? Ah, uh, for a good uh, you know two or three years before you get get it under your belt, but uh, you know makes everything more exciting. It's like getting your sea legs. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Oh. Yeah, that's a that's a good yeah. Getting your sea legs. You're getting your range legs in. Woohoo! 
and she slaps her thigh and she goes, oh, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Why? <laughs> coffee, coffee me, Ricky. Coffee me. <laughs> well, uh, I mean. Latte me. Latte, yes. You know what? Here, here I'm going to make one real special for you. Okay. And uh, he just makes basically a decaf. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, this is special leg medicine in it. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I put a little, extra, <laughs> put some extra coffee in that for you. You, you give me Ricky. Oh, woo. okay. I put extra coffee in your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> she never does. Well, Pearl doesn't get it. <laughs> nope. Nah, nope. She doesn't. <laughs> she just feels part of the gang. Let's, I'm going to roll a con check for Luca just to see how he's doing after a long day of riding. Oh yeah. As you're like sipping on your coffee with extra coffee in it, you just hear like a little bit of sound of rustling of a sleeping bag and then just a thud. (laughs) (laughs) As Luke is like face down, butt up on top of his sleeping bag, like, oh. Yeah. All right. All right. You two, listen, I know a hard day's uh, ride has has got your legs all jiggly and wiggly, but uh, there's nothing better to fix those blues than some rancher yoga. You ready? Let's get on getting to stretching. Yeah, I'm already in child's pose. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this one here I like to call the Ricky pose. And he just kind of squats down really really low, puts his arms out, and then just stands up really fast. Yep, and that's about all you got to do here on the range, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you see him very stiffly walk back to the coffee pot. Seely, <laughs> <laughs> like, comes, you know, a little late to yoga class with her mat rolled. So she, like, she, like, like, bounces <laughs> over. <laughs> And I was like, uh, I, I think I think uh, it's got to be your own practice today, Seely. <laughs> and she starts to do her sun salutation. <laughs> you look over and uh, somehow Seely is in tree. Nice. Yes, nice. <laughs> I believe. See, what really happened there was just Adam got out of the bit very quickly after realizing he doesn't know very much about yoga at all. <laughs> And, uh, oh. I just didn't want to embarrass myself. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Pulling back the poncho a bit there, I see. Yeah, that. yeah. I kind of, you know, opened the door to the bit and went, eh, not for me. I forgot. Click. <laughs> just going to just gonna leave that one right hey, where it here is. Here I go. Here I go. <laughs> back to the beans. Let's go back to that bit. I know all about some beans now. Um <laughs> But yeah, so after a stout pot of coffee and some Ricky yoga, I assume y'all hop on your um, various mounts and then head off. Oh, Tangerine, please treat me right today as she starts to get on the saddle. <laughs> Make an animal handling check. Okay. Not too shabby. That's an 18. Nice. Tangerine's being gentle. Aw, thanks. All right. Well, Howling Gorge is just over here and... uh Boy, all signs point to uh, our culprit being down there. Now, I'm thinking when we get a little bit closer, maybe we should dismount and go by foot. We might be able to sneak in a little bit better than that. Oh, that's a great idea. I have not been to the Howling Gorge in some time. I do not know what's in there. Uh, it has been many years, although that is where I caught Rosetta, actually, back when she was the pup. Yeah. Huh. Back in my... Well, don't worry. I'm really good at sneaking. Okay, I I always thought that about you, Pearl. I, that's, that's a sneaky one. She'll, she'll get by you if you're not paying attention. Yeah, okay, well. They call me this the sneaky sound, you know? I, okay. You never you never see me coming. You just hear me coming. Oh, well, <laughs> you've got half a sneaking down, Pearl. Let's see if we can work on the other half. <laughs> yeah, I'm 50-50. <laughs> half cap. <laughs> 
speaking of which is y'all are having this conversation about how stealthy Pearl is. Uh, we just see Coconut in the bathroom just like silently pouring himself a cup of coffee. Just like, well, he's not saying Pika Pika because he's doing it stealthily, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. But you all head off. Ah! Yeah! Yeah! Hey, oh, up! Ah! Yeah! You sneaky now! Yeah! Oh, oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> sneaky sneak! <laughs> I like to imagine that Pearl really, really questions cowboy fashion on this ride until mm. we get to a point where we really do need to be quiet. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And just gets, you know, the nitty gritty on cowboy fashion. Nice. So, as you have your cowboy conversation, you all make your way to the Kanoko Range, and strangely enough, you have traveled far enough to the north that you can very faintly see the skyline of Bolet City in the distance to the west, giving you an idea of just how far you've gone. But uh, not for long, as soon you all are surrounded on both sides by steep rock faces and stone formations as you enter this winding pathway into the mountains. The orange-red stone has very little vegetation clinging to it as it rises above you, climbing upward as you travel further downward to the lower elevation. And the trail actually begins to switch back as you start to hit a much steeper grade on your way down. So fringe helps with flies? I never knew. Oh, oh, this is where I should start to get sneaky. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have, yeah, we should, uh, I think it's about time we dismount and we can, uh, we can start doing some sneaking. It's good. When you're, when you're out here in the range, it's good. The element of surprise is your best friend. Because this range, it'll surprise you. Oh. Boo. Hey, Boo. Gotcha. First lesson. Always be on your yeah. toes. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, I was not there. I was on my spurs. Okay. Um. Hey, hey Ricky. Why do they call it the Howling Gorge? Like, doesn't it, is it because you want to yodel? Because I kind of feel like the urge to yodel bubbling up inside of me. Yeah, you well, let, again, let it out loud. again uh, uh, the other half of sneaking is being quiet, so you're going to need to <laughs> oh, press yeah. that. Yeah, I forget about that. Uh, but the Howling Gorge, well, uh, I think that's a kind of uh, a lot of the Pokemon that are, that are in there. They be howling a lot in this gorge. Okay, because they, they just like to yodel, too. They get it. They get my need. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, you, got, you got a fair point there, Pearl. We <laughs> should call it the yodeling, yodeling Gorge. Yeah, Yodeling Gorge is a lot more friendly. You know, at the next time, you know, at the next uh, region meeting, I'll go ahead and put that into the council and uh, see if we can't go ahead and get this uh, name changed to Yodeling Gorge. <laughs> yeah! Wow, we're so good at sneaking. It's like <laughs> we have to like roll. <laughs> Look at us! Look at us right now! We're doing it. <laughs> Oh, yes. my gosh. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Not me. <laughs> so are you all uh, hopping off of your mounts to do, like, the switch back down into the gorge? I think so. Is that, does that seem yeah. okay? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So then as you all are making your way down, I need y'all to go ahead and make dexterity checks. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that is a 17. Yeah. Cool, 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 because that was a three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that was a 15 for Luca. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Uh, so y'all start making your way down, and, and it's very steep, and it's very, you know, gravelly, rocky, uh, as you all are heading down there. Guys, it's kind of like skateboarding. <laughs> I 
She's like kicking up dust. It's like kicking dust. Rocks dust, yeah. flying off into the into the gorge. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. It's never meant to be. You're just overcome with the urge to yodel, but like since you can't do it, you just have resigned yourself to kicking rocks because that's got to be quieter. But you, as you, you kick them, <laughs> you guys. Uh, yeah, look at this dust. Over here, here, here. Ooh, more dust, more dust. And as you kick the rocks, you just hear the sound of the rocks and pebbles that you're kicking just tumbling down the side. This is natural, though. Gorch does this okay. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's uh. Yeah, yeah. Let's try not. Sure. To do that. And let's try. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. Well, I was mistaken to put extra coffee in your drink this morning, was I not? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Coffee's really intense for me, actually. I probably should have warned you. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> As this attempt not to yodel continues, uh, y'all find yourselves at the bottom of the gorge. There is a small stream running through it with some vegetation surrounding it, uh, the only consistent source of water down here. And you see more boulders and rock formations, some that seem to have uh, either been undisturbed for a long time and others that look as if they just recently tumbled down the mountain to find themselves here. See? Natural. As you take a moment to stop and soak it all in, you hear a howling wind wafting through the winding walls of the gorge. How would you all like to proceed? You guys hear that yodeling wind ricocheting off the walls? Yeah! Yodeling? Oh, oh, hey, you got me doing now, Pearl. Come watch on. out, watch out, watch out! Watch out! <laughs> It'll get you. <laughs> um, can I do a perception check or investigation? Maybe perception. I just want to see if I can see anything like uh, that would indicate any sort of uh, evildoer. Yeah, yeah, you guys can, uh, you know, make your choice if you want to do uh, survival or perception or investigation, uh, h- however you want to go about trying to track down the cattle and the wrestler. I think I think survival for me would be the on par with kind of what we've done with tracking, if that's okay. Yeah, totally. Three plus eight, 11. 11. Pearl, are you doing anything? Yeah, can I actually help? Is that too late or should I do my own roll? Uh, I'll tell you what, you do your own role, but I will actually, uh, we've forgotten to mention them thus far, but since y'all do have the, the littlest rider, uh, the odd rider with oh, you, right. uh, the odd rider can I help love, you. I love our uh, little rider. <laughs> Ricky Jones. You can get a little assist from the odd rider. Look at him down there on, on that little itty bitty little, uh, little, uh, saddle on that, on, on that AA round. Just the cutest little thing. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I have the image of that and I forgot what we were doing. What am I doing? <laughs> so, awesome. so you can, you can get advantage on your survival oh, cool. because the the odd riders helping you. Okay, then that is a twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. okay. Nice. Ooh, we're cooking with grace now. And then Pearl, were you doing like a survival or anything? Well, were you were you gonna make a check or anything oh, to figure yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, can we pause for one quick second? I bonded with AA Ron. Is that okay? Did I say who we bonded with? Oh no, we did not. Did we I? did not. Okay, cool. Whoa! For once in my life, I remember the rule of this game. <laughs> I know what's happening more than the DM. For once in my life, this is never gonna happen again. But I am bonding with Aaron. She's bonding with him. 
for once in my life. It has hit nine o'clock and Adam is seeing it all. Oh, never before. This is what happens when you stifle a yodel. Okay. Um, so you bonded with A.A. Ron. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I'm going to plop A.A. Ron off Lowrider and say, go, go help Ricky. Okay, A.A. Ron, you love the rocks. So find me the tallest rock. And I just let him lead me to the like the tallest rock where I can look out from where we are. Nice. Go ahead and make your perception check then. Yeah, yeah. Hunt him out. Sniff him out. Uh, while we're here, uh, who'd you bond with over the long rest, Ricky Jones? I think I bonded with... Uh, baloney. Nice. Because uh, he did such a great job in the battle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's it, yeah. Probably, I probably brushed him down, got a lot of the dust out of his uh, fur and whatnot. You know, he got that, he got that like, that, that horse sweat, that bull sweat. Yeah. You horse know. sweat. Horse now, sweat. After you've been ri- riding a house or, <laughs> riding a house, after you've been riding a horse out on the range for a while and you know, they get that horse sweat. Horse sweat. He, he got that bull sweat. He got that bull sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. So I rolled a 23. 23 perception and a 21 survival. Okay. Woo! So with the survival check, Ricky, you find uh, here in this gorge, as y'all are making your way through, uh, you're, you're sort of just moving along the gorge at a slow pace and, you know, uh, looking around and making sure that you can, you know, see see everything that's going on and uh, looking out for wherever there might be something, something out of place. Uh, but you find uh, a couple of apricorn trees as y'all walk along your way. Hmm. So you find a red and a white apricorn tree here in the bottom of this gorge. They're all kind of the apricorn trees here uh, are not quite as, you know, tall and lush as the ones, you know, uh, closer to Anoki Village and all that. And, you know, other more more wooded and hospitable areas. Uh, They're, you know, a little a little gnarlier and stumpier, but they are apricorn trees nonetheless. And you also uh, find some more uh, of the herbs and such if you would like to pick any of those. I don't think Ricky has much use for the apricorns, but he did notice that Pearl grabbed some out on the range. So he goes up to, yeah, he goes up and grabs some apricorns and with the intention of giving them the Pearl and probably gathers up some more of those herbs, which I believe was a 1d12 plus four, but with a chance to lose loyalty, right? Was that how it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or are they different herbs? Roll Roll a d4 and let's see. Ooh, that's a two. And roll one more d4. That's a one. Doing well. So you actually find uh, two of the amount of uh, herbs and roots and stuff that you would need to uh, be able to crush up to energy powder. Okay. Uh, different than the straight up energy root, uh, but en- energy powder, which restores 3d6 plus 6 HP. That's really cool. Uh, and does the loyalty thing. But So you find two of those. And then Pearl with a 23. As Aaron guides you to the tallest rock in the vicinity, uh, you are able to get up and get a good vantage point, and you look around, and you find a couple of things. One, since you rolled so dang high, <laughs> is that you find some leftovers. I don't know if I want to find leftovers in the Howling Gorge. <laughs> Regardless of uh, major Lion King vibes, <laughs> you know it is kind of it is kind of like that though. Yeah. Is the thing is it is kind of like that. It's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like oh. that. I mean, like it's kind of gross. 
it's kind of gross, but that is what you find. Really? Uh, picture that as what you will, but it does kind of have that kind of oh, oh, mind. She, she picks, she picks a Aaron up and attempts to shield him and go, oh, look at that. Look at the birds. And she's just holding him up like a Simba, <laughs> like, but just horrified. Like, oh, and she turns the other way. Uh, but Leftovers does restore 1d4 HP to the holder at the end of each of their turns. What? Ooh, she gets really skeezed out, but she does pick some up. <laughs> Wait, say it one more time. What is the what is the reward? A Pokemon that is holding it gets to restore one D four HP at the end of each of their turns. Oh. For how long? The like that's just their held item in battle. Oh. So every every turn they get to restore one D four HP. Me? Okay. Uh, so here's the thing. So like the sprite in the games is like a mostly eaten apple. But, like, this is much more interesting. I see what you're saying. So I think Pearl has a moment. She gets skeezed out. She's holding up Aaron like baby Simba. She goes, oh, this is gross. And Aaron sees it. And he immediately, like, goes over to it. And, like, loves it. He's just like, like, are you kidding me? And then um, he loves it so much, it like he finds out like a good chewable bone. And, like, brings it back to her. Like, just, you know, like a puppy with with a bone. (laughs) Right. Okay, if you really, really want this. And then she throws it, and we play catch for a little bit. <laughs> and, he, and he runs on his stubby little metal legs. But both of you, with your high perception and survival checks, uh, do note as you all are making your way through this gorge, uh, you do note a, a large boulder on one of the it's walls. It's not a rock, Ricky. It's a boulder. <laughs> Five years used to ride these babies. And Pearl hugs it. (laughs) She hugs it. (laughs) As you are beginning to notice uh, this this beautiful boulder, which which the pioneers did use to ride for miles, go ahead and each of you roll a D100. 59. Uh, 75. And a 17 for Luca. Oh, yeah, Luca. Hi, Luca. How are you today? He's just looking around. (laughs) <laughs> he's still drinking his coffee from before. Yeah, he's he's a saver. I'm I'm a guzzler. So, as you all note this boulder on the eastern side of the gorge, uh, you're going over to look at it and starting to investigate uh, as something seems out of place about this boulder. But as you uh, go over to it and Pearl begins to uh, hug it, you do all notice, uh, you, you listen and you hear the... The howling of the wind through the howling gorge, but soon, with both of your high rolls, you do hear uh, in the distance on the wind, uh, and you hear the of what sounds like paws that get close to you as you can hear the gravel shifting and shifting, and very quickly running towards you from off of the distance you see a pack of wild dog pokemon oh whoa running at y'all oh no roll initiative pearl pearl yeah ricky let's get ready come on okay my cowboy legs are bent
Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. And once again, big ol' thank you to Adam LeGrave for coming and playing with us for the Marigold Riders arc. Make sure you check him out on DM's Treehouse and give him a follow over on Twitter, at Adam LeGrave. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our wonderful partner, Dice Envy, but a little bit of guerrilla marketing happened while we were recording, and it was much better than anything I could say here. So you'll hear that at the end of the announcements. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at QuestCodeJunior. You can also hang out with us in our QuestCode Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you're enjoying the show, let other people know. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCodeJunior or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. And speaking of fan art, we've got some more great art in this week. Thank you to Gentleman Luke at Coltreg on Twitter, Fairy Tale Girl MB at M Burgundy on Instagram, and Blake at Sleepy Sandshrew on Twitter for sending us some amazing art. Luke submitted art of A.A. Ron and the Little Rider, a Marigold Riders logo, and a bunch more logos and designs. MB posted a wonderful sketch of Pearl and Tangerine, the Ponyta, and Blake posted some cute coconut art. If you haven't seen those, go check them out on our Instagram and Twitter or on the fan art page of the website where we have a gallery of all the art that people have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Go check them out at podicongo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank the incredible artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thank you to Gypsy Trip for the song Heavy Artillery. Thank you to Glitch X City for the song Battle Wild Pokemon Johto version. Thank you to Chris Haugen for the song Vinyasa. Thanks to Lobo Loco for the song Great River Road. Thank you to Dan Lebowitz for the song Twilight Train. Thanks to Visager for the songs Battle, Mini Boss Fight, Dark Sanctum, and Ice Cave. Thank you to Dan Bodan for the song Anton, thanks to Twin Musicom for Way Out West, and thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing nothing this week. Just kidding, the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action and fight some wild dogs right after the last bit of this commercial break. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. While we wait while Jonah builds a pack of wild dogs, let me tell you about my dice envy dice. Ooh, ooh, I have ah. some too, actually. Thank really? you. Thank you ooh. to your promo code, actually. <gasps> yes. What'd you get? Let's see them, Oh, Let's see here. I got the I got a couple. I got one some of them are in a bag. 
Oh, don't you like how the velvety bags, like they're very like, yes. <laughs> so what's really nice is I did order some uh, ones that are, the name I can't say on a children's mm-hmm. <laughs> show. Ah, yes, uh, those. Yes, mm-hmm. those. D- I got two D6s because I play uh, in a masks campaign, which only used two D6. So I have those uh, somewhere, maybe. I love that set. Anyways, these ones are cool. These are like black. I like those a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the alpha. Yeah, those are very nice. Mine are hard to see via Zoom, I feel like. So, but they're um, the confetti dice. Oh, yes. And they're so just pearl-tastic, it's ridiculous. I did go ahead. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did go ahead and get the uh, the ore. Look at those beauties. Oh, nice. Whoa, those I really like. I didn't realize I liked those so much. And I don't know where, what I did with the uh, the D6s, but uh, here's a kudos to Dice Envy's customer service because there was a mistake in shipping and I did get shipped one last thing. Ooh. Very quick email sent out, very quick response. I got it in like a couple days, so okay. very good customer service. Okay. Nice. I just used yeah, the code, quest code, it. and I got 10% off. Oof. It was so nice. I hope that's the right code. Hey-oh. Every cow poke in this world should use that. That there code. Code. Well, how, how you doing out there, folks? My name is yes. Rancher Ricky Jones, and I'm here Woo-hoo. to tell you about some of the best click clack dice out there out on the range. They're from Dice Envy. Now, I'm I'm just I'm just a normal rancher man out here trying to make a living, and I tell you what, when I get a herd in, sometimes I don't make a lot of money, so I need to budget out my money, and I got to budget <laughs> that. This is not I'm losing it, but that's okay. You tell him, Ricky. So excited about the wonderful dice over at Dice Envy. Let me tell you, let me tell you a little secret. Sometimes they're so beautiful, I get them mixed up with my beans, and I try to eat them. <laughs> don't listen, don't do that. Listen, listen to that click clack. Listen to the, listen to the click clack. It's the freshest click clack in town. Yeah. Uh, there's a fresh click clack. <laughs> hey, you know, you cowpokes out there, you can get 10% off of your order at Dice Envy by using code QUESTCO at checkout. Who are you? Happy trails. Are you moody? <laughs> get out of here. And this, myste- this mysterious stranger rides away. Yeah. Rosetta, hey, where are fire you? Blast. Rosetta, fire blast right now. <laughs> Let me just use my Dice oh. Envy. Uh, well, I, I didn't quite like that too much. Natural 20. Thank you, Dice Envy. Wow, that's amazing. I reckon I've been roasted into oblivion now, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing we can all agree, Dice Envy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully still after that quote-unquote ad. Yep, after that. (laughs) It was certainly talking about the product. Okay, let's do it. So, with initiative rolled, uh, there's there's a lot of things in initiative, so we're just going to take it as they come. All right. But, so, as you all turn around, uh, you hear the of this of this pack approaching. Their padded feet are, you know, soft on their own, theoretically, you know, with, with, with these dogs. But there's just so many of them, and they are not uh, worried about sneaking at this point, because they are running up to get just right up in y'all's business. 
But as they approach, Luca actually goes first. Score. So what you all see running towards you is this uh, small pack of canine Pokemon. Well, I mean, I, I say small. It's still technically like a horde, but, you know, whatever. Okay. By like battle standards. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> you see running at you, there are two Growlithe, one Houndour, two Poochiana, and the Alpha, apparently, a Mightyena rushing at you. The Mightyena leading the pack and the other ones following behind. So Luke is going to send out Toofus and say, uh, all right, Toofus, get one of those Growlithe with a water gun. Because that seems like an easy thing to do. <laughs> and a 13 will just barely hit the AC of the Growlithe. Oh, oh my. Almost one hit KOs it, oh, wow. uh, as this Growlithe gets like knocked back away from the others, falls way, way behind as that was very unpleasant for that one. That Growlithe takes 28 points of super effective water damage. Wow. But that's Lucas' turn. It is then the two Growlithe's turn. So one of them, uh, I think the one that just got knocked back, is going to use Odor Sleuth as it uh, comes back and is trying to recover. So it chooses Toofus, and for the duration, the target cannot activate any move that it would increase its AC. So no more AC for Toofus. Mm. Can't boost it as that Growlithe locks in on him. And the other one uh, is going to go up to bite Toofus because uh, that was a bad thing to do. Oh, I should say Toofus raged because he, he always does. Because he's Toofus, yeah. Because hey, yeah. it's, it's his brand. 19 will hit Toofus. Oh, no. He takes. Wow, bad rolls. Uh, only <laughs> six total points of dark damage. Good, good. That Growlithe rolled a one and a two. On D8s, that's not ideal for them. That is the Growlithe's turn, which then brings us to Pearl. Ricky, you're on deck. Whoa, I guess these aren't friendly. And A.A. Ron is, like, freaking out right now, okay? Like, A.A. Ron is nervous and skittish, and I think he thinks that he's supposed to protect the big boulder, and he's very upset with this concept that they're all running towards us. <laughs> and so he is going to, like, I kind of see, like, A.A. Ron, it's going to be okay. I'll, it's, we'll do something. Don't worry. Don't worry. And she's just trying to corral him a little bit. And he just goes with Rock Tomb. Ooh. And he's like, not my boulder. Nice. Is he doing that on uh, which one? We're going to go with Houndor. Okay, so the Houndor is going to make a strength save. Rolo, Rolo, Rolo. Let's see, 17. Okay, I guess. Yep, yep. Flat yep. 17. Just a couple pebbles move. <laughs> I think Aaron is probably just overwhelmed at this big old dog pack. It's okay, Aaron. And she tries to pet him, uh, like give him a little pat but he's not into it at this moment. <laughs> As he looks nervously at, at the boulder, he's like, but this is mine. Yeah. Ricky, you're up. All right. Uh, uh, Pearl, Luca, make sure that they don't go ahead and surround us. That's how they get you. Oh. You want to take out the alpha as quickly as possible. All right, McCoy, you know what to do. Get on out there. And I'm going to throw out McCoy. Nice. And he comes out and he just, he just strikes a pose and he just tips his hat. He flexes real good and tips that hat. <laughs> That's how he always does. And, um... I'm going to have him go ahead and low kick at the, uh, did you say it was a Mightyana? Yes, a Mightyana. Go ahead, cry to kick. Go ahead, <laughs> cry to kick. Ooh, so that's a natural 19. Ooh. And because of that, it does flinch, so uh, that's good. Uh, and then I'll roll, go ahead and roll damn. I'm assuming that hits anyways. Uh, yeah, no, that will. No, no, this mighty <laughs> has no. 30 AC. No. Get out of here. The worst dog you've ever seen. <laughs> no. 
Alright, so that is uh, 6 plus 7. 13 damage fighting. Beautiful. 13. Super effective is going to be 26 Whoa. points of damage. Curl's in awe at this moment. She watches and like, whoa. As this cowboy Machamp just drop kicks this dog. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Yeehaw. Go get him, McCoy. <laughs> Ricky pulls out his guitar and starts strumming. <laughs> that then brings us to the Mighty Anna's turn who is going to retaliate and try to get McCoy with a Thunderfang. I love that name. Thunderfang! But the kick was too good as the Mighty Anna rolls a nat one on that attack attempt. Uh, it just goes to snap wildly, but is actually like prone at the moment because it got kicked so hard uh, from that super effective move. Uh, so the Mighty Anna is prone right now, but that is its turn. It is then the Houndor's turn. I need for Tufus and Aaron and McCoy mm. to make a con save. Okay. 17. 17. I rolled a nine, but I would like to make my take my point of inspiration from bonding. Okay, yeah, you can go ahead and use that uh, inspiration. 14. 14. And then it is a total of 13 from Tufus, which just barely sneaks through. Ooh. But all of your Pokemon do avoid breathing in this poisonous smog oh. and are not poisoned. Okay. None of them. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a good thing you use that inspiration because uh, poison is not fun. Not like that. Uh-uh. Uh, but He's so. a shell, Carl says. Everyone, you got you got a hanky in your in your pocket. Go ahead and wrap that around your mouth. You don't want to breathe that in. Yeah, there you go. Bandana like a bank robber. Mm-hmm. As this uh, rolling purple smoke just <laughs> pours forth out of the mouth of this hound door, the area is now considered difficult terrain, and y'all's attacks are going to be at disadvantage. Mm. Mercy. Okay. The smog cloud will dissipate at the beginning of Houndor's next turn. Wow. Y'all can certainly try to move out of the cloud of smog. You might provoke attacks of opportunity or such since there's a bunch of dogs around here. But that's what's going on. That ends Houndor's turn, uh, which is going to bring us back to the top with Luca, who's just going to say, uh, all right, Tufus, go on and uh, try to get out of that smog and shoot another water gun at that Growlithe over there. So Tufus is going to try and maneuver out of the way, and one of the Poochiennes is going to take an attack of opportunity to just try to tackle him. That's a three, though, so it misses. Tufus then <laughs> comes out of the smog and then <laughs> lets loose a water gun at this Growlithe. Natural 18. Uh, I'm not even going to roll it because it will definitely KO it no matter what. Luca, whoa! There we go. Yeah. All right, Tufus, like that. I like that. Good job. That then takes us to the Growlithe's turn as the one is KO'd and you see like starts running away. So then it is the second Growlithe's turn. It is going to try and rush up and bite Tufus uh, since that seems like a fair thing to do. That one. Oh, so um, <laughs> the, that Growlithe beefs it. It beefs it is the thing. Tufus just like punches it away. <laughs> Comes close and he just <laughs> does the like Right beside the head, doesn't even look punch. The Rafiki thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's the Growlithe's turn, which will then take us to Pearl and Ricky after that. Whoa, I can't see anything. We're going to try to get out of this out of this smoggy smoke. So you will uh, provoke an attack of opportunity from the other uh, Poochiana. 
That is a seven. Puccina. Puccina, no problem. Okay. Uh, Plus (laughs) five is 12, but I don't think 12 hits an Aaron. Okay, try again, Aaron. Rock Tomb. And this time she's very direct with him instead of it kind of just happening naturally. Cool. So is he, what's he going for? We're going to go for the Hound Door again. The Hound Door? Okay. That was a two. Yeah. Does not have enough to help that. Oh. It's, I get to roll a d10. I just rolled a d10. Plus three. So 13 points of damage. 13 is going to double to 26. Wowza. Wow. Super effective. Good points job, Aaron. She's very proud of him. He's like, Ran. just to say, I'm doing something. He <laughs> feels very good. He's like, my boulder. This is my boulder. <laughs> Stay away from my boulder. A little territorial. Oh, yeah. He's, he gets very territorial over his rocks. But that is your turn, Ricky. You're up. One thing I would like to mention, uh, as I forgot it at the beginning, again, McCoy has the feature of no guard, which means he makes attacks at advantage and attacks against him have advantage. Mm. My attack wasn't at advantage and neither was the other one, so... He was out. Uh, so I'd imagine if he attacks within the smog, it would just be a basic roll instead of... Dish- yeah, it's a flat okay. roll since, you, since the advantage and disadvantage cancel out. All right, McCoy, go ahead. Just take him out. Come on. Credit chat. Does a 17 hit? 17. We'll hit the mighty oh, Anna. Hoo-hoo. All right. Well, that's snake eyes, but it's still nine damage doubled to 18, right? Oh, yeah. Wowza. Still nothing to sneeze at for sure. Oh, yeah. Snake eyes. As the mighty Anna does not look happy as it <laughs> snarls at McCoy. Is that the alpha? Oh, I think so. <laughs> ah, it bears its teeth. I sure hope so. Okay, that then takes us to the Poochiana, who, seeing that McCoy is doing a number on the Mightyana, they are going to both try to attack, uh, one with a tackle and one with a bite. The tackle, 12 plus 5, 17. That hits. 10 total damage. Okay. And the, the other one bites because it's a wild Pokemon and it doesn't know about type advantage. It's a natural 16. That will hit. McCoy! Eight, half to four points of dark damage uh, as they both... Uh, go to chomp down, uh, try to get him. I also don't know if I actually made the Poochiana go last round, but that's okay. That's on me. I was about to say, who? The other Poochiana. Who were there the whole time? And uh, they How were just. How many are there? We took one out, right? There are six total Pokemon. One of them is KO'd now. Whoa! Pearl just gets, takes a moment of overwhelmness. Yeah, I definitely forgot. But these Poochiana are just so, so into it right now that they take two turns worth since they didn't do anything last time. That one went and tried to bite Aaron. It's a 17 plus. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> That's 13 points of damage. And then the other one goes to uh, tackle McCoy again. Just go scratching at him. But that is only 11. So that one misses. As the Poochiana, uh, just, we're taking a second to just, you know, make sure that they knew who, who was important to, to you know, yeah, go attack. And now they now they know. Yeah. Is the thing. Good. Is that now they know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that is their turn. It's then the Mighty Anna's turn and the Hound Door coming up after it. Uh, the Mighty Anna is going to come up from its prone stance and is going to, you see, uh, there was this this crackling thunder uh, on its on its fangs, but now you see that there's this this fiery, uh, the, these flames licking up off its tongue and it goes to try and use Fire Fang on McCoy with advantage. Wow, what a cool name. 17. That hits. 11 points of fire damage. All right. McCoy, you're not going to just take that, are you? Go ahead, smack him back. I'm going to use my ability called Revenge, which as a reaction, 
I get to hit him for some damage. Ooh, yeah. nice. If I take melee damage. It was that. And I rolled max, so that's 1d6 plus 7, so that is going to be 13 damage doubled. Ooh. Whoa, nasty. 13 damage doubled. Goodness gracious. In a good way, not team nasty. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is enough. As tell me, tell me about how McCoy just KOs this Mighty Anna with this, uh, with this retaliation. I think maybe uh, the Mighty Anna comes up and just latches onto one of his his arms with this fiery bite, and McCoy just looks at it and just uh, gives a cowboy smirk, <laughs> and then just karate chops it off of its forearm, and it slams onto the ground. Ooh, nice. It slams onto the ground, and it starts like, <laughs> it whimpers a little bit, and it starts running away. Uh, the other remaining dogs are going to make charisma saves to see if they follow the leader, if they stay and uh, try to tough it out. Okay, both of the Poochiana just turn tail and run after the Mightyana. Looks like the Houndor stays. Okay, typical. And the Growlithe stays. All right. Two. All right. The remaining Growlithe. So uh, as they stay, you see that the hound door looks like it is getting ready to uh, unleash another smog. Maybe it's so it can make a getaway, or maybe it's just because it's it. You know, this is a dog who's like, no, I'm rough. I'm 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 rough. I'm a rough rider. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was great. Jonah, Jonah, that was good. That was really good. Thank you. I like that one. Props. So this hound door is uh, actually once again going to use smog. So make con saves. Oofa doofa. Five plus two, seven. Seven. I got eight. Eight. Dang. And only 12 from Toofus that time as the hound door like lets out an extra strong belch of this smog. And oh, it got me. All three Pokemon are poisoned. Oh, I got it. Ugh. I got it all. It's in my mouth. It is not. Oh, my eyes. Taste. Oh, my God. Oh, whoa. It's everywhere. I am it. The onions? I'm evaporating. Yeah. My word. And like burnt, like burnt shoe. Onions and burnt shoe. If there's not a more unpleasant (laughs) combination out on the range, trust me. Oh. Luca has like pulled up his bandana over his nose, but he's like, it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I think Luca kind of likes it. I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say, does it remind me of a muck? Ooh. Make a survival check. Uh, 16. 16? Uh, it doesn't smell like straight up sludge and garbage like a muck, uh, but it does have like a very uh, acrid, poisonous not smell. Not the same. She goes, yeah, this is even worse because it's not even like that nice garbo scent. <laughs> and she takes, like, has, it begins a flashback of that former love. Of like running through the fields and stuff of like all by my luck. And she goes, focus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the aesthetic of the flashback is very like little house on the prairie. Yes! It's like it just sludging through a field of grain. And, and she goes, ah, what could have been? <laughs> uh, but that brings us to Luca's turn, and Luca is like, you know what? And he's just gonna he's just gonna throw a great ball at it and just see what happens. Oh, oh. Bold. But with his bonuses, that was a, that was a very low roll. He, he goes to toss this uh, ball at it, but y'all are somewhat obscured by the uh, smog as well. So he, he throws the ball, but the hound door just <laughs> out of the way. But you all are still up in the smog. Hold on. So quick question. Yes. So I'm reading here that poison and steel types are immune to this status condition. Oh, 
That's true. For once in my life, this is the second time ever. Who am I? Am I learning to play? She's learning to play. Okay. So Aaron is not poisoned. Oh my gosh, the little shell. The little shell that could. <laughs> awesome. Okay, great. I'm glad I read that fine print. <laughs> so the Growlithe's going to try something now that it's its turn. It is going to just look at McCoy and just squint mm. and just go, I need McCoy to make a charisma save. 15 minus 1, 14. 14. Oh, another 15. Ah, it's just enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. McCoy does not run away from the small dog. <laughs> what, I was really hoping What a sight. <laughs> what a sight. That would have been great. Oh, my gosh. But no, uh, the Growlithe uh, lets, out a, lets out a howl, and McCoy's like, put off for a second, and then he's like, oh, it's just, you know, well, uh, I reckon that's just like Rosetta, and is unfazed. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to Pearl and then Ricky. Okay. And Luca tried to catch the hound door. Yeah, he just threw a Pokeball at it. Just okay. to see. He said he wanted one. We're in a canyon full of dogs. It rolled it. She just yells to Luca, you can do it. You can do it. Try again, Luca. Don't give up. And she's going to hit one of the Growlithes with Metal Claw. With Metal Ooh. Claw. All right. We filed our nails today. Cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Ten. Ten will miss. And we still need to sharpen them still. No more. <laughs> it was a bad nail file. It's been old. As even though Aaron is not poisoned, uh, it is still a little bit hard for him to see in all of the smog and everything. Uh, so he does miss. All good. D- is he missing any hit points? He's holding the leftovers, right? Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. He is. Nice. Nice in his little mouth. He's holding the bone. Cool. So what do I do for that again? So uh, at the end of each of your turns, while he's got the leftovers, you can roll a d4. Awesome. That's really cool. Uh, That is a three. Three. So you get back three points of health. He's doing really good. Nice. For a fight that he shouldn't be doing good in. But that's your turn. Ricky Jones, what you got? All right. Well, uh, Luca, if if you're going to go ahead and catch that, we'll we'll go take care of this other Growlithe, okay? Go on. Luca, you got this. Thanks, Ricky. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Uh, McCoy, go ahead. Go ahead. Get rid of that other Growlithe. Go on. And he's going to go ahead and karate chop on the Growlithe. 17 plus 8. It just, it just barely. It just yeah. barely hits. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. 15 damage. Oof, a doofa. A strong chop on the Growlithe uh, who, like, roared at McCoy. Uh, but then you just see McCoy just walk out of the smog and just uh. with one of the forearms just whoosh. <laughs> the Growlithe immediately regrets everything. And then at the end of your turn, you take an amount of damage uh, equal to your proficiency bonus until he's faints or is cured of poison. But that is the turn of Ricky Jones. Woohoo! Seeing that the smog has, for the most part, done its work, uh, the Houndor is then going to turn and toss an ember at McCoy at advantage because of no guard. Well, it's all right because it was a three and then a six. So I don't think a 12 hits. No. As the hunter's trying to make that happen, Machamp just, like, gets out of the way. Oh, do you have something? <laughs> yeah. As <laughs> as Ricky sees the, the like, did you say it was, like, a fire ember or something that came up? Yeah, it was the ember. Ember. As he sees the ember flying at McCoy, Ricky just yells out, McCoy, go ahead and go into Ricky pose. And then McCoy just shoots his arms out and squats really low. And flies <laughs> above his head. Yep. That is how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks over at Pearl and just goes, Rancher Yoga. 
All right. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Ding! Tips us out. Ding! Yes. Oh, so that's how it works. Versatile. Yep. So Luca's gonna, you know, take a look at this hand door. He's like, oh, I want it, but I think the Tufus might just, might just knock it out. Here, Tufus, come back real quick. Mikey, get out there. See if you can put it to sleep. But he spends his turn uh, swapping out. So that's him. It's then the Growlithe, who is going to make one last attempt to try to, to try to do something here. That is a nine plus six fifteen. For who? For McCoy. Since McCoy just karate chopped the crud out of it. Yeah, that hits. Only rolled a three. So seven points of damage of fire. Pearl, you are up. Then Ricky. Okay, Aaron, Metal Claw again at the Growlithe. Nice. 19. Yep, that'll do it. And when it's a 19 or a 20 natural, your next attack gets an additional plus one to hit. I guess that's cool. Oh, cool. That's all I got. Oh, I got to roll damage though. Oh, wow, score. I haven't hit a lot, but I've rolled really good damage. That's 11 points of damage. 11 points of steel damage? I believe so. Okay, it does resist steel. Okay, well, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) But still, six points of damage, and the the Growlithe is looking like it's in a rough spot. Oh, can I roll my uh, health? Oh, yes, you can. Uh, Three points. Three points. All right, so that is your turn then. Ricky, what you got? This Growlithe and Houndour are all that remain of the of the wild pack of canine Pokemon. All right, McCoy, we got to go ahead and end this quick. The beans are getting cold. Go ahead and toss that thing out of this battle. And I'm going to have uh, McCoy use Seismic Toss. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, so 17 plus 8, uh, so 25 to hit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it will. That'll hit. That'll do it. And it's uh, throw the creature with a tremendous amount of force into the ground. But it does damage equal to the opponent's level. Okay. I think that McCoy does throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeets it out of the battle arena. Yeah. (laughs) Give it the old the old cowboy yeet, as it were. The Growlithe is technically not KO'd, but uh, it's gonna make a it's gonna make a charisma save after being uh, chucked <laughs> away from the battle. Uh, it has been thoroughly yeeted. Nice. The Growlithe <laughs> runs. Go on, no get get out of here. Go on. Very nice, very nice. So the the Growlithe beings uh, follow after the rest of the pack, leaving just the Hound Door, which is going to. Come on, Luca. Let's see. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll a D4 to see who he goes after. Everybody's a problem right now. Valid. So one pearl, two Ricky, three or four is gonna be Luca. One pearl. All right. Come at me. Bring it on. The hound door turns and looks at A.A. Ron. The flames burble up in his mouth and he <laughs> releases an ember. Oh, you know you're typing. That's a one, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a one. Hey. Get out of here, Aaron says. This is my boulder. As uh, I think the <laughs> the Houndor, I think, has just been like belching up so much of this smog that when it tries to have the ember, it's just like <laughs> it's like ah, oh, I'm out of juice. But that brings us back to the top to Luca then, as he swapped out Tufus for Mikey the Ghastly, and he just says, "All right, Mikey, go on and put it to sleep." So that's going to be a wisdom save. That is a 10, though. So the hound door does go to sleep. Yes. So that is technically Luca's turn. Are y'all going to do anything? I'm going to hold my action. Nice to do what? If this thing wakes up, my action will be feeding it that that speed berry. Okay, cool. I will let you uh, attempt to feed it that since you you normally just uh, feed friendly ones. But yes. 
Cool, cool. Nice. And then Ricky, do you have something? Yeah. I'm going to uh all right, McCoy. Uh that's enough. We don't need to we don't need to put this one down. All right, come on, come on back. Take back McCoy and I throw out a pokeball and out comes this overweight jigglypuff. This Bluetooth comes out. <laughs> all right, Blue. Listen that we gotta keep that thing asleep, okay? Love us into security, Blue. <laughs> So Bluetooth is prepared to uh, try and put the Houndor back to sleep if it wakes up. Excellent. The Houndor, that's only a nine, so it does not wake up. So that's its turn. And then Luca is just going to come up and like very gently approach it, trying not to wake it up and just tap it with the ball. He's going to go and make the putt. Let's see how a short game is. He should thrive in this. Folks, it's a very challenging setting in a rolling green. Here we go. Upward battle here, but he shall make it. Hole in one? Will he get out of the dunes? Even strokes. <laughs> one back throw and release. Are y'all done? We got a one click. <laughs> we're, just, we're just total golf announcers in this moment. <laughs> He's like just hovering over it with the Pokeball. He's like, uh, am I good? Okay, great. Uh, and he just taps it with the ball. Uh, the Hounder gets sucked in uh, and in his hand it shakes once. It shakes, shakes twice. twice. It shakes it a third, third time. time. And clicks. <gasps> And this was the championship. I can hardly contain my excitement. <laughs> hush, hush, thrills, and uh, soft, soft claps. A sign of a true victory. Soft claps, soft claps. Big, big soft hugs, claps. tiny kisses. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Pearl is so excited. She goes, Luca, you did it! You did it! You did it! Oh, thanks. Thank you all for your help. I really appreciate that. Good on you, Luca. And then she gets scared. She goes, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I couldn't contain it. I just got so excited. The sound of your yodel echoes through the canyon. And the yeehaw mixed together. Yes. <laughs> as, it, as it warbles through the canyons. He's, he says, yeah, really, uh, th- thank you all for, uh, for indulging me there. Uh, yeah, you certainly didn't have to do that, but I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm excited about catching that. That's one of your wish lists. Yeah. Oh, really now? Well, that is fantastic, Luca. Look at you. Thanks. Yeah, I understand why it's the Howling Gorge now, I guess. Yeah, well, uh, soon to be hopefully the Yodeling Gorge if uh, if I, Ricky Jones has anything to do with it. I like that. <laughs> I like City that. Council doesn't know what's coming. Pearl turns to congratulate A.A. Ron, and he's on top of the boulder. A.A. Ron is very proud <laughs> that he himself and only himself defended this boulder. He's, he's, he's just really standing happy. on top like, <laughs> Good job! As you turn around to face the boulder once more, what do y'all do? Now that now that the distraction is gone and there's, uh, once again, uh, this notably suspicious boulder in front of you. Well, uh... Why is this boulder suspicious? It's just, it's just, Does there's it something... Like it's like there's something inherently mustache? suspicious about <laughs> okay. it since you rolled so high on your perception and okay. survival checks. There's just like... Something about this boulder rubs me the wrong way. There's something about it. Yeah, it's really clean. Uh, speaking <laughs> of rubbing the wrong way, it is very clean, actually. Oh, dang. Okay. With with your perception and survival checks, you do note that uh, the boulder seems a bit out of place uh, here. You know, nothing about it. It's, it's not super dirty or anything like that. And uh, as you look around uh, specifically at the ground around it, you note that it looks like the boulder has been pushed like to the side and back into place. Mm. Uh, you can see there's little like in indentations in the in the dirt and such. Yeah, Pearl, look at right there. Right there, you see that? Huh. Yeah. Note the indentations that makes it look like it has been moved left to right. 
That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do this? Who could be so strong? Mooney. Machop? <laughs> or Machop. Oh, McCoy. McCoy, definitely. <laughs> McCoy, what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> McCoy is just like standing over to the side like... Oh, that's right. Um, I should, I should, yeah. It's just a little green in the face. Oh, McCoy, you must have taken a hit. That smog must have got to you, huh? I told you not to breathe it in. Told you. Oh, hold on, hold on, McCoy. And I think uh, Pearl gives him a loomberry. A lumberry? Lummy. Does that uh, just cure status conditions? Lummy, lummy in the tummy, McCoy. And she goes, here, I'll, I'll, I'll feed you with the beads. And she just, you know, hands Spoons it and it does heal a status condition. Ooh, fancy. Right. Ah. Nice. Please don't Ralph on my new cowgirl boots. <laughs> <laughs> my champ gives you four thumbs up. All right. <laughs> Luca takes a second to heal Tufus as well. Gives him a little antidote. Well, it, it looks like we need to. I, I have suspicion that that boulder is a secret entrance into some sort of nefarious lair. So cool. Uh, but we need to get it open. And I know just the Pokemon for it. Baloney, come on up. Woohoo! And uh, throw up Baloney's uh, Pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get get excited. Get ready. I need you to go on that side. Stamps his hooves. And uh, go ahead and just just nudge that boulder out of the way. Just go ahead and give it your all. Nice. I want uh, Baloney to, yeah, finish it. Nice. Uh, is Baloney using a move or just using, like, uh, doing an athletics check? Uh, I would say just, uh, yeah, strength. Athletic strength, whatever you want it to be. Nice. Yeah, go, go ahead and give me uh, athletics for Baloney. Okay. Shouldn't be no problem. He has a high strength score. Nice. I had a feeling. Unnatural 20. Whoa! Oh! I think that uh, rather than uh, going and you know, pushing it for any amount of time, like, uh, Baloney just goes and kind of, like, nudges it in a, you know, a couple different directions, just, like, kind of checking it out, seeing, like, okay, you know, what's what's the situation here? You know, nudges it with the horns. And then uh, actually, like, runs a little ways down the gorge and then turns around to face it and, and stamps, the, stamps the ground with its hooves as it just charges this boulder and actually as go go ahead and roll a d12 i definitely bring a aaron back in mainly so he doesn't see someone coming after this boulder that's fair <laughs> uh let's see that uh do I add anything flat roll d12 your strength mod okay that is a 12 12 yeah uh, as <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, as Baloney charges forth and just, boom, makes a direct headbutt into this boulder with the sheer force of this ramming power, uh, it just, like, cracks the boulder wide open and just, uh, into a whole bunch of pieces. It doesn't even, like, roll out. I mean, the pieces that are left roll out of the way, but this was a very strong uh, rock smash, essentially. Oh, okay. Nice. Amazing. From that nat 20, yeah. yeah, bust that bad boy wide open. Whoa, ah. Ricky, that was better than a stick of dynamite. Good old baloney. B- baloney, better than a stick of dynamite. <laughs> and then Pearl slowly puts away her little, like, lever box and cartridge <laughs> dynamite that she had. <laughs> the one that says Acme right on the yeah, front? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's Love like, it. oh, I guess we, well, keep on, to, well, I'll hold on to the anvil still. And she, you know, slides all of it. Well, Pearl, I must say, I think uh, the element of surprise is no longer with us, so you keep those dynamite ready, just in case. Yes, definitely. Grand piano, still in shipping. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the way. It's being airdropped. Got package confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> 
that was way too funny to me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, well, uh, shall we go in? I think this may be the place. Yeah, cool. Let's go. All right. So after the boulder um, I had in my notes is pushed aside, but uh, let me replace that with <laughs> explodes. Uh, the boulder explodes, and you see a tunnel of smooth sandstone before you. Now you make your way into the tunnel, and before long, you note that there are lanterns along the walls. They're not currently lit, but you see that they do look to be electric, with wire hanging between them as they lead further and further into the side of this mountain. And eventually, y'all come to a fork in the tunnel. <gasps> Luca, we're going tunneling, my fave. I know you love spelanking. Yeah. Fork in the road. Hmm, which way? And she sticks her finger in her mouth and tries to get a sense of where the wind is. Make a survival check. Eleven. Seems like both ways are tunnel. Spelanking! <laughs> Joni, you said that there's, like, the lights... They are lit or are not? The lights are not currently lit. And so as oh. as y'all go a little ways, it is getting pretty dark in here. But there's actual wire, right? There is. There's like a single wire. It's not like a wire that's been, you know, drilled and run through the uh, the wall itself, but it's just sort of like hanging along it. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, Pearl. Uh, what? Do you, I don't know what kind of abilities your your cocoa nut might have, but... Can, can can Coco go ahead and grab that wire and see if we can't light this place up, see where we're going? Oh, Coco would love that. I mean, Coco has rigged up a full-on hog for us. So, yeah, let's, let's see. Let's shed some light on this situation. Okay, great. And we'll see if Coco can do that. Go ahead and just make a... What does Coconut cast, like, Thundershock with? Is it Dex? Electricity. Yes. Yeah, go <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> hey. uh, it's 15. 15? Yeah. Is his deck score or is what you rolled? That's what I rolled. I okay, rolled great, great. Great. With a 15, yeah, uh, as far as you can tell, uh, he just like grabs onto uh, this wire and just gives it a little jolt and the... <laughs> I so, like, you describe it, like, and it's just so casual. Like, we present it to Coco, and Coco's like, yeah, sure, and just, like, touches it, like, <laughs> just, like, puts a nubby little pinky on it, like, ding. Yeah. <laughs> and it just lights up up and down the hallway. Okay, cool. Thanks, Coco. No need to show off here, okay? Bean <laughs> Oh, you're very powerful. He wipes a little more bean juice off his mouth. <laughs> How many hands did you take? <laughs> I told you not to talk. All right, back at the, and she, you know. <laughs> Um, you put him back? Yeah. But she goes, guys, and um, she, I don't know if we have the, little, the littlest rider in a Pokeball right now. Oh, the odd rider? I think that the odd rider is just kind of like following behind right okay, now, probably. And I would like to just see if the odd rider, like, notices anything. Hey, little little rider. Hi, <laughs> uh, And And do you, do you know where we are? Does this look familiar? Make an insight check. Both of y'all can, uh, if you like to see if you can interpret what this small leafed orb is trying to communicate to you. Keep forgetting about the littlest rider. The odd rider. This is actually his voice on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until he evolves into a blossom one day. Aw, one day. <laughs> Seven. Thirteen. Here's what the two of you see. Take of it what you will. Oh, gosh. You ask the odd rider if uh, it knows anything about this place, uh, and the uh, the oddish like looks down both of the tunnels and looks at the direction that y'all came from. It's like ah, oddish, oddish, and then like looks back here, uh, looks at the left tunnel, listens for a second and looks, and then walks away from it, and then looks at the right tunnel and then recoils a little bit. You can see it like kind of step back a little. 
Whoa, whoa, easy there, partner. Easy, easy. And uh, I think she just get, gives little, little Ryder a little pat. Yeah, you do. Uh, uh, well, I definitely think we're on, on the right track, guys. Which fork to take? I don't know still. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would imagine the one that doesn't want to go down would be the one that we should go because it's tried to escape, right? Ooh. It did not have a very pleasant time. Yep, yep. I think that's a good good instinct. What do you think, Luca? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, I just guess I don't know. I mean, if it came from that way, then I don't know what's that way, you know? Yeah, I love it when we just say that way, too. Sorry, if it... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Pearl. I forgot, audio I, I, I forgot that you. this is uh, <laughs> not not got a visual aspect to it. Uh, you know, if it if it was nervous about going right, but it didn't know about what was to the left, like that, I, I wonder what is to the left too. You know what I mean? Oh if yeah, it, if definitely. Stuff's all interconnected, especially because there's lights going both ways. You know? Well, that's true. Yeah. So I don't know. And of course, uh, we, we we won't a hundred percent this dungeon unless we check out both ways. So that's Valid. true. I really care about. <laughs> I am a completionist. Yes. <laughs> All right, Marigold Riders. I think maybe right. What do you think? I'll leave it to you, Pearl. All right, let's go where there's a little more excitement first. To the right. All right. And so, with the littlest rider following very nervously behind them. The Marigold Riders make their way down the right tunnel to see what waits in the depths of the Howling Gorge. Yes. Oh, wow, they're depths now. And that's where we'll end this episode. Wow. Ooh, we're swimming in the deep end. Here we go. Ain't no coming back now. Hi-oh. Ooh, butterfly, butterfly. I mean, butterfree stroke. Butterfree stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, Helen? Yeah, yeah. Ricky Jones is ready Helen? to go. Take a go. letter. Take Helen. <laughs> Dictate a letter for me, Helen. Would you please? <laughs> Helen, get your pen. Get your take a letter, dear Pearl. Thanks for kicking my butt. <laughs> With kind and warm regards, Ricky Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm putting that in the postcard. <laughs> <laughs> Luca, take a, take a letter. <laughs> Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners. Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows, complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N Go. It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go. Thank you for listening to Postcards from Poa and Chris Campin Jr.